Hey guys, we are here living the authentic life with this sassy, fabulous woman, Cheetah Crab. And look, she even has the the, uh, graphic blouse on. Do you ever wear cheetah print? Of course I do. I have to. And you know my mom's cheetah. Okay, five generations. Five generations. That gives me chills. (laughs) I just love anything that has meaning that's passed on. I do and too. It, and I think it has to be so special for your daughter. I Well, I, she, hopefully she recognizes that. You know, she's only three, but yes, <laughs> she should. I know. So it do you have special. a nickname for her? Like, how does that work when all the cheetahs are in the house together? Oh my goodness. You know what? We, so when she was born, we would always call her baby cheetah. And, uh-huh. and then probably like, I don't know, maybe six months ago, uh-huh. she started saying, I am not a baby. So oh. I'm like, oh, okay, just cheetah. I'm right, like, you're just cheetah. That's right. Big girl cheetah. So I don't know. Now we're going to have to think something, but we all kind of call her a little something different. I'll call her my cheetah bonita or, you know, just little fun. Sometimes I call her my little teeny tiny. She's tiny. So, um, all the things, but okay. Yes. And is she girly and she is so girly. Uh-huh. If she came here to your shop, she would just be pulling things off the shelf. Yes. Oh, my God. oh she wants all the things. Okay. Well, all we'll the dolls, all with, the jewelry. We'll have her come Hide your jewelry. Yes. <laughs> Hide and your you could, like, you and her could pick out your favorite <laughs> no, she, items. It would be so fun. <laughs> she is a lot. Oh, yeah. She is. Talk about sass. You know, she is all sass. I, I don't even think I was like that when I was her age. I think I had more tomboy. She is like all the, I think she takes a lot after her aunt. Ling sister. She's beautiful and she's so fun. Oh, funny. Anyway, okay. Yeah. And what about your son? So we have one boy that came in one day and he really wanted a Louis Vuitton Speedy. And he was like such a boy's boy. Whoa. And he, the mom was like, okay. oh, his dad would die if I bought him the Speedy <laughs> bag. So we're going to leave that here. But is your son into football and baseball? All the like, is he very boy? And he is very boyish. He is very competitive. Uh-huh. We are working on that. He's six um, and he loves all sports. But I tell you what, you know, he dresses actually very well. He puts his own outfits together. Wow. He has to have the matching hat and shoe. Oh, yes. It's like a thing. I love it. So, actually, he would probably do well here, too. Exactly. He could try and watch us. We have a stuff for the boys. We do need that. Okay, and you were saying that you guys got to go to the game yesterday. Yes. I mean... And this is taped a little, um, we're going to have this air a little bit later. Okay. It was the Texans game against Um, the Steelers. Okay. And we won. And we won, which was amazing. I know. And we won big. (laughs) And the stadium was packed. That was really cool to honor JJ. Um, And so we did a little meet and greet. But no, my son, my husband, they love sports. And then my daughter, like, likes snacks. You know, she's there for, like, the popcorn. And probably also, (laughs) did she have, like, a a pom pom Yes, and okay. that, yes, all of the Because it's all about the swag. It is. We just went and watched the um, CU game this weekend against, I don't even remember who. And I was just excited about the swag, and I didn't <laughs> even go there. I was like, oh, I want to take all this home, but what am I going to do when I get it home? I don't even know. Okay, but your real passion in life that we all know you as is superb meteorologist (laughs) waking people up in the morning with the weather the most difficult job on the news because it has the biggest change although this summer it was pretty consistent this summer was pretty brutal i know it really was this summer do people ever blame you (laughs) 
Oh, I, I definitely think they give me dirty looks, you know, like, some, and I don't blame it's them. Hot. Why is it so hot, Cheetah? You're like, talk to him. I know. <laughs> I, I know. All of my neighbors are like, look at our yards. I'm like, I know. It's not my fault. <laughs> I know. It's true. But it has. I mean, besides, so I moved to Houston in 2011, okay. which was the worst drought and the most consecutive triple digit days that Houston has ever had. And, and Dallas and Austin and really the whole state oh, of Texas. Wow. This summer comes right behind 2011. Um, and that was like compared to the Dust Bowl era. So it was, I mean, you have to go deep in the records, but um, the, the, it is about to turn the corner. You know, we're getting a front on Thursday. Was- and then I know, I don't know when this layer, but Thursday, and then we have one behind it. And once we get like these cold fronts coming in, uh-huh. of course, it's good for our temperatures and the rain, but also good for hurricane season. You know, that really helps to kind of steer them on out. So anyway, oh so gosh. it's always kind of like the beginning of fall, the closing of our summer here, even though we are already in fall. You know, it's October. <laughs> I know. But it's hard to bring out the boots and the sweater. I know. At least we have air conditioning here. I agree. Yeah, I know sometimes it's almost colder inside. Have you noticed that? Like in the summer, <laughs> it's like noticed. you're outside and then it's 100 and then you get inside and then you're shivering. You have to wear a jacket. I know. Okay, so Rob, I think, secretly wanted to be a meteorologist. Oh, I love so it. he follows the weather and anytime there's a hurricane are there you think there's like hurricane people out there that do i think i know are you kidding me (laughs) everyone is a minor meteorologist now everyone he's like oh the weather today he's like did you see i'm like why would i look i've got you (laughs) tell me i don't even have to watch cheetah I just want to see what she's wearing. I know. I know. No, really. Everyone has like a minor right now in meteorology. But you know what? It's fun. It's like when you connect to someone with fashion. Don't you love that? I they speak do. your language. You're like, yes. I like you. You you know, we talk you about the same it. thing. Exactly. I, I know he's that. like the pressure zone. Da, da, da. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you lost me a pressure. I'm just not even following it. Okay. But you've You're seriously so done some really tough news with weather we have I mean, most mm-hmm. significantly i would feel that it was the um freeze was of so course. dramatic 2021 and of course, harvey of course and then really even going back okay so of course harvey the freeze of 2021 the light freeze of 2022 but even for that all of the floods in 2016 the tax day floods, uh, the Memorial Day floods, uh, the 4th of July flood. I mean, it seemed like in 2016, every single holiday, we had a flood. Um, and then the drought of 2011, all the wildfires, that's when I moved here um, across uh, Bass Strip. I mean, we have had from 2011 through last year, uh-huh. we had a series of events. Then uh, the tornado last year across Deer Park. Uh-huh. I mean, an yes. EF3. Town, yeah. EF3. It was so sad. Oh, it was awful. And you know, Truly, it could have been a lot worse. I mean, the fact that, you know, yes, um, homes were torn down, you know, um, but, but no one was injured. No one. I mean, that was incredible. I mean, it that could have been an EF3 could have done a lot more in a really flat area like that. I mean, I was shocked. We've had plenty of reports of like an EF0, an EF1. But since I've been here, we, have, we haven't had anything like that. So that was, um, so every year, I mean, we, there's some type of weather event that kind of goes down on a record. Now, so far, like this past summer, we had a really quiet summer. It's just been about the heat and the drought but and the never ending. seems like the first thing any person ever spoke about all yes. summer when you saw someone. I know. It was like, hi, 
It's so hot. So How hot. are you? And we know Hi. it's so hot. I'm having a hard time because it's so hot. <laughs> and it's like in Houston, you know it's going to be hot. You know it's going to be humid in but July and August. Like, but this what? summer was brutal. It was. Okay, so is it, it was. a cycle? Is there something to cycles of weather? Well, a lot, you know, if when you talk about, let's say, like the currents in the ocean, that has a big impact on land. So uh -huh. let's say the ocean temperatures are warmer than average. You know, that can bring on, let's say, like more rain across the Pacific Northwest, which uh -huh. then impacts us. So if we're in an El Nino trend uh -huh. where you hear about that, uh -huh. like the cycles of El Nino, La Nina, how that happens. Yes. Um, and that impacts you know, across the country, it has impacts. So when the Pacific Northwest gets more rain and colder temperatures, that eventually shifts our way. Now this summer in particular, we were just stuck under this big heat dome and we just- But not even Houston, was it the oh, whole- Oh, it was the entire, United, well, it was the entire, uh, most of Texas. Yeah, and I mean, I guess portions of Oklahoma and Louisiana and that uh -huh. sort of thing, but um, it, we just really got stuck in the same pattern. It was really tough to break. But again, it's expected to change. But yeah, if we're trending El Nino, uh -huh. I mean, that, that should bring on more rain, cooler temperatures um, as we trend a little closer, let's say to like the winter months. That's what the big forecast is, but. I, I really got, you know, I, my background is yeah. the day-to-day -day forecasting. Okay. That's really what a meteorologist is. And so that's really what I focus not, in on. Not as much on like, like the a, overall trend, which you say is about climatology. Yes. And that's more of like a 30-year study, you know, a right. 10 to a 30-year period. Okay. But um, yes, which, you know, and, and a lot of that still has a lot to take account. You know, we are keeping such great records now. Right. Um, Whereas before, like who was really right. recording how much rain it was and was it accurate? And, Correct. And then, and then the farmer's almanac, like do you guys even use that anymore? You know, I, I do look at it, but I oh, really okay. like to look at just about anything. I okay. get these online journals, probably like you subscribe to all yeah, the everything. different fashion things, you know, it's like you got to stay current in your world. So I do like to read, but you're right. I mean, my day-to-day -day forecasts, uh -huh. but I, I will still look ahead for you know, 100%, you know. Um, so should someone plan their wedding outside based upon the farmer's almanac? I uh, think I know the answer. No! <laughs> don't like, ever plan an outside wedding. Don't ever. I mean, really, though. In Houston, especially. Because <laughs> if you're going to plan something outside, it's going to rain. Or just wash your car. It'll rain for two minutes. We went last spring to, <laughs> I have to tell this right, we went to this wedding in Memphis last spring. Uh-huh. It flooded so bad. It was at her, at the bride's grandmother's house. It was awful. Anyway, I'm like, why in the South? You cannot plan an outdoor wedding. No, you just, just have all the things. But anyway, yeah. But I, I know. heard, okay, I did Google some information about you and Culture Map said your wedding. Oh, was the wedding? Oh yes, that's right. Twenty sixteen, girl. Hello. And let me tell you what's funny about my wedding. What? Okay, I just I recently actually met someone <laughs> at an event. I think you were there too. It was a luncheon. But anyways, <laughs> um, she was like, "Do you know we have the same anniversary? We got married on the same day." Oh. June fourth, twenty sixteen. She said, "When I heard your date, she said I'm going to pick that date. I'm sure Cheetah." will have the best weather on her wedding. If there's anybody who's going to have the best weather, it's going to be Cheetah. Now, I planned it a year out. Are you kidding? You know, I mean, it was it was literally a year, 12 months oh out. Oh my God, that makes but me I picked cry. The date. That's hilarious. And do you know, June 4th, 2016, it was supposed to 
flood. Like I'm talking about not drivable roads, flood. Luckily, all the forecasts were wrong. We barely got a drizzle in the morning and that was it. The clouds even broke. I mean, it was like the most awful forecast, but you know what? It did not flood. Everybody was able to fly in and she's like, I'm going to forgive you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, can you so anyways, I did get married. I mean, the wedding was, we had it at River Oaks Country Club, so it was all uh, indoors. Uh, um, and then at, um, um, at uh, St. Luke's Methodist. Uh -huh. And um, and it was, it was beautiful. We got lucky. It was beautiful. So, but it was indoors. I would never, me, even doing what I do, I would never plan an outdoor wedding in Houston. Never. It's a tricky one. But it was fun. We had everybody there. Our, you know, Yeah, the people that you love, love the most. Yes. yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so many young girls out there look at our jobs and they're like, oh, I just want to play with handbags and fashion all oh, day. I bet. Oh, I just want I to bet. be on TV. Mm -hmm. But the amount of time that we really get to play with handbags <laughs> or be on TV is like there's so much work in it. There is. What do, what do you think was kind of, were there some outlier moments? Did you read Malcolm Gladwell's <laughs> outlier moment? Like what was, how did you end up in this really coveted space? Okay, I truly believe internships are the way to go. Oh, Because the only okay. way you really know what someone deals with every day, um, they're really every moment, not just kind of like the spots you want to see, um, is by interning and sitting with them and truly seeing like what they're doing each little minute of their day. So in college, I took advantage of every internship I possibly could. Wow. I grew up in Southern California. I was born in Knoxville, so I had a little bit of the uh -huh. South. So uh -huh. I have dealt with some weather in the uh -huh. past, but growing up in California, no, but I always loved, in fact, my high school yearbook, I was reminded of this on my 20 year reunion. They said, um, do you remember I wrote the next time you see me, I'm going to be telling you the weather. So in high school, you knew that girl. I did. Oh so I'm God. telling you, like I, I've, I've done a lot to be where I am. Yes. But I actually wanted to do this in high school, even in California. Now in college, through my internships, um, I kind of weaved in and out. Like at first, I, I really wanted to go into sports communication. Okay. And so I actually interned with ESPN, um, and it was so much travel. And I, yes. I, I knew that that wasn't for me. I'm like, this is a lot of travel. And this is like 2003, 2004. So and women were coming into that realm, but it wasn't as. No, I, you know what? In fact, we there were weren't the that many. We were, okay. the, in fact, Erin Andrews, it was her very first year. And I interned with her um, wow. on West Coast baseball games. First time. Yes. She was brand new on the scene and um, it was so cool. Not, yeah. 2003. That was, it was not, okay. yeah. No, women. I mean, it was few and far between. Yes. Few and far between. There were and regulations. And women who had maybe played sports and been in. Correct. And something that realm not we were not supposed to go into locker rooms there were just so yes. many more regulations than there are now 100 percent um but with my internships because there weren't that many women i did get to do a lot that was cool so i interned in la as well and then really through internships i started on the weekends interning with their meteorologist and i'm like i love this so that's when wow. i switched majors from sports communication to meteorology to science like i have my bachelor's of science in meteorology um so i could really focus and um kind of fine-tune the the background and that's that's what really helped it really did i mean it makes a very big difference so i actually went to mississippi state on campus um, for my bachelor's of science but i really knew all along i think i mean i, I truly do i think that i was meant 
and so I don't think this work ever scared me or bothered me where I've had other interns that are like, oh my gosh, you have to be here at 4 a.m. You know, that's crazy. You know, it's, it, it weeds people out certain parts of it, just like Absolutely. I'm sure the business side of, you know, all your things. So yeah, but no, I've loved it all along, I guess. Okay. So you meet <laughs> your husband and you start dating. You're like, by the way, I have to go to bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> I mean, how did that go over on the first I date? Know. I know. <laughs> I gotta be up at three to go to work. I mean, I, so thing. my husband and I were set up. He, um, his, so he already knew what you did. He, yeah, well, he, yes, he did, but not to the extent, kind of like you're saying, in fact, <laughs> our first date, I said, I need an early dinner. He made a seven o'clock reservation. You're like, he babe, did. I don't. I am taking my makeup off at I seven. Know. So I went, of course I went and, um, no, I loved, I loved Lane from the very beginning, but when we would, went out, I'm like, oh, I made this work, but yeah, in the future, I'm more of like a five o'clock girl. I know. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I tell Rob. We're eating with the blue hairs now. I know. We don't tell, oh yes. And then once you factor in a three and a six year old, we're definitely with the blue, but yes. Oh my so, God. But you okay, always so have how to is that? Did you take time off to be a stay at home mom for a I mean, minute? for, I guess three months, you know, just a normal maternity leave basically. And I, you know, with my son, I think that the first baby, I mean, it was a shock. And Isn't it? It's Ugh. a shock. It's hard. It is hard. I mean, I'm like, that... no one told me I can't brush my teeth till 1030. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> Bella had colic and she <sighs> would wake up crying every time she woke up. She was crying. So if you want them to stop crying, oh, you I hold know. them. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and you feed them. I know. And you burp them. And you walk around <laughs> doing this all the time. Oh, I know. Oh, it's t it is Nobody, you know what, seriously, nobody talked about that. They talk about the blessing, yeah. the magical, yeah. and it is, it but is. it's so hard and such a shock to your core. I didn't grow up babysitting or around babies. I was the first one in my family to have a baby. And, and your so, family doesn't live in Houston. No, they're in help? California, but they did come. They, came. they did. Okay, yes, good. my mom is amazing, but still, you know, so I, hard. you yes. think you're going to have this just like, yes, it's so hard. I know. So I was actually ready to go back to work. I was, I was excited Me too. with my daughter. It was tough because that second baby, you know, it's a little, you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And you're like, oh, they could cry a little bit. And I know. Be fine. <laughs> I know. You'll and, be more independent. And, that. and for my daughter, the snoo was out. That snoo, that's a game changer. Oh, let me tell you, it is a, um, Oh my goodness, not a crib, but you know, a bassinet oh. that it moves oh. with sound. So right when the baby cries, it's just like that. And then that. you swaddle them. It has a built-in swaddle, built-in wow. swaddle. You don't even have to swaddle a baby, built-in swaddle and it moves or oh it stops God. if the baby's sleeping. So that way it doesn't get used that to emotion. Change my no, life. it's a game changer. It's a game changer. It is yeah, because a... of the reflex thing, she had to be like vibrating yep. or moving or mm -hmm. straight up. Wow. Game change. So yes. So, but going back with yes. my daughter was different and then listen to this. So right after three months of maternity leave, I go back one day and the next day Tom Hanks gets diagnosed with COVID and the entire <gasps> world shut oh, down. No. So I had been inside with the baby for three months. It was okay. It was okay. I got my weight off. I was looking real good too. And then I go back to work feeling great, tip top. And, um, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yes. I'll never forget. I was sitting at Katsuya having sushi, thinking everything was amazing. We get the text. I had just come back to work. That was my first day. 
Tom Hanks gets diagnosed with COVID because my daughter was born December 9th of 2019. And so March, when I went back, wow. you know, in rodeo, remember? Oh, it was like rodeo shutdown. It was like yeah. fifth night of rodeo <laughs> and it was kaput. So that's when I went back. That was my first day back to work. And so did you work remote or you went in? I actually did go in the studio. They, they, they were so great. So KJ, okay. you quickly dispersed everyone back to their homes. They kept one person in the main studio, one person in our upstairs studio. Okay. And, um, and then the night side would alternate and, um, but I actually did stay in the studio. I did. Because you needed to physically be there. We, I did. And I also think it was kind of the season of my life too, with like a newborn and my son was almost three years old. So, or maybe just turned three years old. That's right. Cause he's a March 3rd, but anyways, he, um, yes. So I, some people did have full green screen setups at their house. With cameras, wow. some people had a teleprompter in their home. <laughs> yes, wow. I mean all of the things, but for the most part, I I did. For you, it was better to be in a quiet yes space I go. that you could work. And in the morning show, it is a, such a big part of the show. Weather is yes. that if your signal drops, if there's something that goes wrong. Oh God, we've learned so much <laughs> about the, just even in our little world yes. here. Like it's a deal. So did you it's watch the morning show? Are you watching the morning I, show? I've watched the morning show. Obsessed. I love the morning show. I am obsessed with the morning show. They did yes. such a good Reese job. Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston. I mean, it's so good. Is it real? I, there are so many real elements that it's it almost shocking. It feels like it's real. It, it feels very real when you watch it. Yes, 100%. Now, I know that they say that it's not. You right. know, I'm sure, yes. have you heard some of their off-camera interviews? But the way they um, structured it, uh-huh. as far as, like, the flow of their day, yes. she gets up the routine. 100% real. 100. Yes. So There's a lot of things that I am, like, I identify with that. <laughs> so, have you ever, um, like, do you ever meet people by being at the the morning show that you're like starstruck. Has there ever oh. been anyone like we were talking about JJ's yes, perspective? Of course. Like, do you sometimes just go, I can't believe this is my life. Okay. There's moments I do that. Of course. Are you kidding me? Yes. I mean, there is so great day. Houston, um, um is right after uh, our show and they are Deborah in this... and are super close. Love Isn't her. She amazing? Yes. I know. And she's, she's so talented. Yes. She is. She really is. I know. But, and, and even before Houston, uh, the show that she had in Dallas, I mean, she yes. has done everything. But, yes. But as the, so she pulls so many, um, guests that we will see that we're like, Oh, that's so you know, yes, of course, you know, and uh, different things that you host that I know all the time I'm blown away. So it is, no, it's a really special job. I am always honored that I have it, but, um, but there is a lot of work. I mean, like you were saying, yes, sometimes you see the most glamorous side when you only see like that highlight reel of your day or the highlight reel of your life, you know, but, um, there is a lot of behind the scenes. So there are other people that look at the same thing you look at and you decide together as a team. Are there ever days where you're like, I'm going to say it's going to (laughs) rain. And someone else is like, I don't think it's going to rain. And you're like, well, we're going to say it's going to (laughs) rain. It is a thousand percent collab. It is. It is a total collaboration. Because we like talk about yes. what we're going to do next. Like, I can't imagine. Going, I know. Is it going to rain today? <laughs> Everyone's counting on me. It is. Oh, trust me. Oh, I know. Oh, I know the feeling. Yes. Especially, I, I, I love to play competitive tennis. My kids are on all these after school. There's nothing like 
Little League when they're like, is it going to rain or not? You know, and I'm like, the pressure of Little League. I don't know. You know, no, um, you know, but yes, the pressure's on. And, and news brings out a type A type personality, right? Yeah. Because everyone has an opinion and that's why we're in the industry. We care. Yes. We think we know. So of course there's definitely times where you may have an opinion. Someone else may have, an, mm-hmm. you know, have another opinion, but that's kind of the team effort. And we have such a great team. There's a trust component with everybody there. So usually we're like, okay, we'll split the difference. How about that? You know, if if someone's highly opinionated, but then all of a sudden, um, you know, if you're only working by yourself, you're like overruled. (laughs) (laughs) I get to decide. So yeah, of course, you know, when you're putting your own forecast together, it's your own. (laughs) It is. And I, um, I feel like Houston hasn't been, or, I'm going to say it in a positive way. Houston has not experienced a lot of the same difficulties with, we were talking about the safety of our building. Right. Our city came together um, when we, instead of having riots here, right. we were right. all like coming Under, together over things. I agree. We, um, when it, we had natural mm-hmm. disasters, we would yeah. all come together. We were talking on Saturday about the Cajun Navy. Yes. Oh, yes, like, they are. They oh, come in and helped everybody. And together we came through as a community and you've, um, a big part of this, um, me too movement, I think came from women in media and, in um, yeah. a a lot of it was Fox news. And there was even a movie about that. I think with, yes, was it Nicole Kidman? Yeah, or um, I don't even remember who it was, but it seems like it's a we're not as caught up as other cities like maybe New York or something. Have you found that? I mean, certainly I'm not asking you to tell deep, dark secrets, but I feel like as women in business that there have been more rights for women and more rights for female minorities and different people to come up throughout the ranks. Have you seen? I completely agree. Now I will say, you know, I was telling previously before I really got into meteorology in the sports world. Yes, oh, that 100%. was difficult. You know, 2002, 2003, 2004, that Absolutely. was, that, that, doors. that was a not closed, welcome. That's right. That's 100%. That's true. Now, besides, yeah, I mean, basically it was, <laughs> what? it was really tough. It was, um, but now I will say the, the path that I've taken and I had no connections in this industry. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anyone a phone call made to a parent's friend. Nothing. There, yeah, I, you just did it. I knew no one who was even a person on television who was a reporter or an anchor or a meteorologist. There were literally no connections that I had. Um, and I have not had an issue. You know, I'm sure, I, you know, like you said, you only know what goes on in front of your face. But um, right. I, I haven't experienced anything. But I definitely feel that this place in time and especially the work environment that I have. No, I think that, um, everyone is so accepting and it's more about welcoming and kind of embracing differences because it really does add another level of thinking Uh a different way that you may not think connects with someone else. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes it's kind of nice to have, to have that on a team. Um, but yeah, with me too, I mean, you're right. There has been so much change in the industry altogether, but I do think there's always been a respect level uh-huh. from the place that I have stood. Now uh-huh. I'm sure other people would have a bunch of other stories to tell, uh-huh. but you know, within the weather department, yeah, we may disagree 
on this or that, or we may have different personalities, but, but I But it's not the conflict like on the morning show about, no, are we going to run no, something no. about abortion or are we going to talk about these other things? I know. That's and that is tough. I mean, news is tough because is. when you're talking about news and you're telling what's going on in your community, I mean, different people are going to value different things. People are going to see things different ways. And that's the hard part. It, it's been, I think, the hard part from the very beginning. You know, it's all of the community coming together and you're all watching something and everybody's taking something different away because of all their experiences that brought them to this place it's true because we all have these things that brought us to where we are but houston being so diverse i think it really has changed the mindset of everyone connecting in a different way i I don't know it just feels different you know when you were saying like even with the cajun navy i definitely think that houston has always been a welcoming city and even moving here in 2011 i was so shocked i was so ready to get like hate mail i was so ready to get all these things and i'm i mean i have heard it all don't worry don't get me wrong i'm like not what you know you don't need to send it or anything yeah you're like don't tell me it's not a offer to tell me but um no i mean it is a welcoming city and i definitely think this is a city of people wanting to come together. I mean, you have, uh, it's a city where people are like, okay, I want to get out, make the most of my day, get to work, you know, feel good about their community. And I think that's why it's easy to move here. We have so many people moving here. And -hmm. I think because it is, it's a great city for a, a life of opportunity. There is a lot of opportunity in Houston. You know, it's kind of the city, you make it what it is. Yes. You know, if you, people that I know that like, not liked Houston and could not wait to get out. They really didn't. They kind of sat in their apartment and said, okay. And expected it. It's right. Exactly. But I, I definitely think it's a city of what you make it, but it is a city of opportunity. What I have seen, this city comes together on fun the events to celebrate parades, you know, the Astros, the Texans, all of our sports, concerts, music, food. There's a, you know, a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even tough times that we've experienced through weather or community, um, I, I, even if you completely disagree with someone, I feel like the city handles it the best that they can. I mean, I know that you see the news and there are always sad stories and hard yes. things that happen. Yes. But that is life, you know, and that is what happens. But um, I, for the most part, I do think in comparison to a lot of big cities, yes, we do come together and we know how to show our best side. I do, but I don't. I don't know. I do like to always live on a hopeful side, you know. I know, and it's so much I of do. life is perspective. It is, and about how we move from that place. You've been given numerous awards for what you've done in the city. And most recently I read about something you received in August as one of the most influential. That's right. Oh yes. Top 30. Girl. Yes. So tell (laughs) us about that. It goes so much more than the weather. Oh my goodness. And what you do and how you connect with people. I, when I moved in 2011, it was easy to connect. And I tell you, like when you start to um, either help in all different ways. I'm talking from emceeing or uh, volunteering Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, of course, any financial aid you can give. You really start to learn more about different people and you're like, wow, you know, you have this kind of going on on your plate that's heavy. And then you hear about their plate and you're like, wow, that's so heavy. So um, I have learned a lot. I, I mean, constantly I'm still blown away when I either attend events or help different organizations that I just, 
you know, sometimes you don't need know the need until you really listen. But that's also part of what I love about news, too. I definitely think that the, we, as a station, we do um, a great job of trying to find those stories to help lift up and kind of advocate for. Um, and, and that's what a lot of organizations... So I do help as much as I can. I, I do. I mean, even my husband and I, every year we try to pick a charity that mm-hmm. we're like, okay, this year we're going to do learn more, help this way, kind of dive into a little bit more. Um, I haven't every year specifically focused on one. I mean, in the station that I worked for before I moved to Houston in California, Mm -hmm. I worked for an ABC affiliate and I really helped United Way. And -hmm. then when I moved to Houston, I really started learning about so many different charities, some small, some big, some Mm -hmm. national, some local. Um, And I, I I guess that's just kind of what I've done, you know? So here I think there's children. purpose. I think yes. that was something you've consistently been connected I with. I do. I love Heroes for Children. I do. So my um, story with that is I was brought in the very first year they came to Houston, which was 2006, and I was pregnant with Bella. Aww. And then when Bella was six... Um, my godchild was diagnosed with T-cell lymphoma. So I had been brought in because of my connection with handbags because we raised money oh, by wow. donating handbags to yes. help families with kids with cancer. And then I found out, like, it was what I call God winks, like that you're in this place because you've heard about it, but then you have no idea, like, you're with... I went to New York once a month for 18 months to okay. sit with my friend while she was in the hospital with wow. her six-year-old getting chemo. Wow. And you think you're having a bad day yeah. in Houston, right. but then you're there and you're like, wow. And these are people with means, but you still don't have emotionally what you need yeah. or physically what you need. So it is a way to have so much perspective. You've also, I read about... Wow. You were giving, um, I think there was something about reading for the final four. What was oh that? My yes, that was so special that um, the NCAA actually started this in 2016 in Houston. Uh-huh. And it's a way to promote third grade literacy. And um, really, third grade is the cutoff. I've, again, I've learned a lot. See, all this stuff, I'm like, I'm like, wow, I can't. I, I, every year I learn so much about a different organization. But it, uh-huh. third grade is the cutoff that really kind of starts to draw the line of reading and reading kids statistically it shows are you really get in a lot less trouble later on in life um, if you can read and third grade is like the base for that and so the NCAA comes in and they make all of these fun challenges for third graders across the city to promote reading so we would go to different schools and be a part of um a part of those programs and teachers, the community, they were like, we, they are, their testing was so much better. Um, their grades were so much better. And they were even reading. They said like, even if it wasn't reading in, let's say a book, Mm -hmm. the math teachers are like, they're actually reading the problem solving better. It would trickle into other areas, but statistics have shown that that's kind of the cutoff where it really benefits them later in life. So it's like that third grade marker where it can really like set them up. So you may think, oh, you know, that's, they're young, like they've got plenty of time, Um, but But it all starts young. So yeah. Heard like if these kids have like dyslexia or or, um, ADHD Mm -hmm. and they're not picking up 
I guess it's mostly dyslexia yeah. on the reading, that that also inhibits like their whole trajectory. And then sometimes they're acting out in class right. and then they're disinterested and then they're going to um, detention. Right. Hall. Like it has a trickle down cycle. But see, I wouldn't even know all about this unless right. I had volunteered. They're, and you, you would know. think these are bad kids. Yep. They're not bad kids. They're kids that are left behind that if we pull them forward, we can make so much more hundred percent of a significant. I mean, even this year I volunteered with the Houston food bank uh-huh. and I wanted to bring my son uh-huh. and I learned so much about, um, like, uh, the food statistics that we have across the city. Yes. And I was so shocked of how many students who are just, you know, in classrooms with your kids that go home and they don't know where their next meal is going to be. Right. The I, only meal they get is at school. And then when schools closed for COVID, Kids Meals did a big part of that mm-hmm. too, was getting the food to these kids. They do because, so much. Yes. Because then they weren't eating because right? they weren't in school. Right. Which just doesn't even compute. I know. So I know, but it takes you to somehow connect with organizations to learn about them and the need. You know, sometimes it's like volunteering. Sometimes it is financial. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is helping them raise, you know, it's like, but you don't know unless you know. So... Every year, I'm constantly blown away about something. I'm like, okay, didn't know all this was going on. So what's next on your calendar? What things are coming up? What is coming up on our calendar? Hurricane season. (laughs) I don't know. We're crossing that one off. We got a cold front on Thursday. No, (laughs) thankfully, we're saying goodbye to that. Um, No, I'm, you know, really, I I love fall. I think that it's like such a great transition. And are you a big holiday person? I love the holidays. Like Halloween and then... And um, we basically put Halloween away and then go directly to Christmas. So do we. <laughs> so do we. Well, my daughter's birthday is December 9th and mine is Christmas Eve. So, so let me like, tell you. Exactly. You're the holidays on are on. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, you know, I wasn't a big Halloween person, but having kids, kids love. They, they love the spooky. Do. They love any decorations. Exactly. Any, any, if, it, if it is like a tiny little dot on the calendar it's like uh-huh. oh we don't have to decorate <laughs> so do y'all dress up at the station is that a thing well no i mean it, mm, i it is hard because sometimes you can have really hard news so oh, that's a little difficult oh. you know if you yeah. knew that day you were gonna wake up and everybody's gonna behave and everything was yeah. gonna be just right then but maybe not things but happen things happen so it's tough. That is tough. But now, can you have fun? Of course. I'm, yes. yes like, you know. Put on the witch's hat. Yeah. Pass it off. Or do yeah, like exactly. a fun story or something. But yeah. I don't know if we're going to like, you know, okay. be completely dressed up. I don't know. Maybe depending on the day. We'll see. Well, I, I think know. it's so incredible. I was telling you earlier, I um, I love meeting people that I think come alive. And you were someone that... I feel like comes alive. Well, you too. It's easy. You know, I, you do uh, you do attract energy. I do Aww. love that. Yes, you do. I feel like everyone always around you is like so fun and vivacious and um, that speaks to you. Oh, that's so sweet. You just attract. But I feel like um, I we were sharing before um, just some of the hard things we've been through. And I feel like when you go through hard things and you figure out how this is a Texas saying, how to pull yourself up from right. your bootstraps mm-hmm. and how to show sure. up and do the work in the midst of the pain or in the midst of the struggle mm-hmm. that then we have compassion for other people's struggles. Oh, and we realize we were saying that when we share a little bit, then other people share and we all know we're all just doing the best we can. And we're struggling to be 
the best mom we can, but be the best meteorologist or the best handbag watch it source is. and being part of the community. And it's just, we're all just doing the best we can. I know. Isn't that the truth? It is. And then you can get wrapped up into your own little world and then you're like, oh yeah, what are you doing? I know. But it is, it is a struggle, but that's kind of what makes it beautiful. You know, every now and then it's like you look around at your chaos and you're like, it's uh, fun. It you is. Know? I know. Bella was telling us yesterday, she's like, our family's so dysfunctional. <laughs> we were like, we are, but we think most families are dysfunctional. You tell Bella, <laughs> yesterday, our family was leaving Carabas, and I told my husband, I said, what do other families do on this Sunday? I'm like, we are so crazy. I know. It's like every family thinks they're so crazy. I know. And we all are. We all all are. I think crazy can be good. I know. Me too. I know. I mean, it's just, it's just how life is, but I do think it's important that you do show up, you know, I mean, you show up for the people that you love Yeah, and that's, what's important, you know? Well, we appreciate you showing up every day for us and telling us what you think the weather will be. I know. I do love it. I really do. We have a great team and we do have a lot of fun. But I think that's what people want, right? Is they want to engage with people that make them feel emotion. They do. You're, you're, to, you're a hundred percent right. And people that I meet that follow us and are following so much less than yours, but my favorite comment and what I get the most is when I watch you, I feel good. And Aww. sometimes when I turn you on, I just want to look at what you're doing because you make me laugh. I and love I think that. That's, I think that's amazing. Cause I, I love feel that. like so many relationships with people are transactional. Yes. I just want to be connected with people. Do you know what? That is what I love about weather. I love if somebody can see me at the grocery store and they're like, Jada, my son's birthday's on Saturday. What's the weather going to be? I'm like, you get, you're good to go. It's going to be sunny and hot. You know, I love that. I love on the morning, if you think you tune in and obviously we have hard stories, you know, um, life is yeah. life. I love to feel like I'm a bright spot too. I mean, sometimes obviously there's yes. fog or rain. Hello. But I mean, I do love yes. that too. I love that connection with people. There are days for the fog and the rain. I know. we can't. Really know the joy without the heart. And we're going to love our fall because we have wanted her. Um, People are going to be outside so, and be like, oh, yes, yes, I we're going to have so much gratitude. Well, we have gratitude for you guys. So thank, well, thank you. you so much for having me on. This was amazing. I didn't know what to expect, but I'm so thankful I'm here. Yay. All right. Well, we'll be living the authentic life. Check her out. KHOU <laughs> Channel 11 in the morning. Yay.